Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, hello, welcome to it. It's a uh, Thursday, Thursday, Thursday mm. night edition of Sports Day. It means Thursday night footy. Uh, not too far away. We'll preview that uh, real soon. Our Panthers head coach, Ivan Cleary, joining us on the show as well. He's coaching tonight, the Panthers, uh, ahead of their clash against the Seagulls. Our warm-up, thanks to Reem, we'll preview that clash. Chris Nelson. My God, everyone's on the show tonight. How yeah. are you, Sats? You're really good, really good, Woogie. I've got to turn my volume up here. I'm not really loud enough. Yeah, but um, oh, yes, you are. I'm really, really good. Uh, I went to another funeral today. Yeah. Sort of be morbid, but I'm going to a lot of funerals of late. Of course, well, my father in March, yep. but then since then I've been to three more funerals. Yep. Um, you know what I found a lot happens at funerals now, even in the church service, when people get up to obviously um, talk about the deceased and yep. their life. A lot of people clapping at the end of it. I never used what, to see that, that they've gone or no, that they're, <laughs> they like the speech. We loved your speech and your ah. memories. And um, I see a lot of clapping now. Yeah, I've got to go to a funeral next Tuesday. Yeah. My mate's mum passed away. Okay. Actually, go to the same church where your dad's was. And she was at your dad's funeral. Massive. Yeah, massive South, massive South fan. Yeah. It's just pu- primarily a South Sydney church. Yeah, well, that's that right. Well, I'm, the Gold Coast. I'm, to be honest, I'm going to the funeral so I can go to the wake. So I think it's rude to go to the wake and not go to the funeral. Is that correct? Yes. What, that is the protocol? Yeah, you can't go. Well, you can go to the wake. I can? You can. Well, I'm not going to the funeral. Then. You can go to the wake because yeah. you just blend in. Yeah, I don't blend in. Mm. <laughs> I just don't blend in. No, but sad. My mate's mum passed away. So massive South Sydney fan she was. Yeah. So she's Sorry very... to start off very morbid. Yeah. But I was anyway. only thinking about that today that once upon a time it would have been taboo to clap anyone in a church. No, that's right. Oh, apart from someone now. getting married. Yeah, true, true. Who gets yeah, married in a church? But you don't these see days? you don't see babies getting clapped at uh christenings, right? No, exactly. They are the worst parties, by the way. Most christenings are dry events mm. and they are boring as bat you know what. Do you know what I would never attend? What? I would never attend a gender reveal. No. If I was invited to a gender oh. reveal, there's no way that I am attending. If I was a Broncos supporter, yep. I wouldn't be after the Darius Boyd gender That's reveal. Right. Remember that? We've won the wooden spoon. Ah, oh, it's a boy. <laughs> Idiots. Was it a boy? Oh, I don't know. Sure. <laughs> Maybe a girl. It's a girl. Terrific. Uh, what about the wooden spoon? Where would you like that planted? Uh, Cobram Estate, premium Australian extra virgin olive oil, the good oil, Titan CEO, no show. West Tigers. See you no, no show. What? What? Why? What was this oh, so for? They had a meeting at the New South Wales um, in, in the New in New South Wales Rugby League offices, um, Sydney Olympic Park, which is where the centre of excellence is. Mm-hmm. It's all around funding for grassroots, which obviously a lot of money goes into grassroots, and grassroots is regional rugby league and junior footy, and where that plays with each and uh, whether you're a uh, whether it plays in your in your um, demographic, your yep. your region. And so every CEO attended this, including the QRL boss, Benny Eichen, um, except J- Justin Pascoe. So from Olympic Park, it's about six or seven Ks. Mm. So Is this a story? No, well. Who cares? Well, I suppose it's easy to pick on the West Tigers again. Now That's all you're doing. Should have he been there? Uh, well, yes, he should have, but because it's a really in- integral part of, your, of your, your planning and your mapping for your club, 
but he said he had a prior commitment and he couldn't attend. So his CFO attended via Zoom. So they were represented. Yeah, I thought you probably, if when you're so close to the Sydney Olympic Park, you probably need to be there in person. No, I don't know. Mate, it's not even a story. Mate, there's stuff here saying that. We'll, have, we'll blame Daddy Vass. He's the one that threw oh, it in there. Daddy Vass has also written Broncos CEO Dave Donahue made the 2,000 kilometre No, trip. he didn't do that. That was on Fox Sports. All oh, right. Well, it's only 1,000 k's between Brisbane and Sydney. And it's pretty sure Dave Donahue <laughs> didn't fly economy either. No. Yeah. Oh, just shut up, everyone. Like, seriously, who ca- is it that slow a news day mm. that this is all we've got? Well, what we are wondering in... What are we now? Just after six o'clock. Mm. What another hour and forty-five minutes? Yep. There has been this possible threat that if the RLPA and the NRL can't come to some sort of conclusion, that they're going to the players aren't going to run out at kickoff time. Ooh. <laughs> wow, that'll show them. That'll show them, won't they? Well, the broadcasters might be happy. Oh no, mm. that means we have Gus Gould dragging things out. Hey, did you what? watch any of the? NFL trials? No, oh, they've started today. They yeah. no the Cowboys are Sunday. That's when I was going to watch it. Yet. Mm. No, I haven't watched either. Uh, Cobra in the state, uh, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil. Love a good virgin olive oil. Grown, harvested, and first cold pressed in Northern Victoria. This is one of the bests. I love it. You know what I love? I just love heating up a bit of pasta, mm-hmm. a bit of bacon, yep. a little bit of egg, a bit of olive oil. That is and pepper. That is a meal. And while it's still hot, yeah. Sprinkle cheese over the top of it. Oh, and just watch it, just it melts. melts it through. Yeah, look at you. Pepper go. cheese. Pepper cheese. Pepper cheese. No, I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather use mm-hmm. uh, mozzarella or, or, or no, sorry, um, uh, parmesan. Mm. Remember that one you can get in the can rated. that Mum used to have, and it was and it stunk like sewage. It was horrible. <laughs> I don't know what house you grew up in. <laughs> Very poor one. Near the sewer, actually. Oh, Ivan Cleric joins us next on Sports. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, bugger it. His, his kid gets all the attention, but we wound back the clock there to... Uh, play you one of the great tries from the great man himself, Ivan Cleary, joining us now on Sports Day. Welcome to the show, Ivan. Geez, you've done well to dig up a try. I didn't get many. <laughs> now, what a good call from Rabs as well. Yeah, Jeez, a good call. Hey, actually, for Manly as well. Were you with? Were you were playing for Manly or North that day? I think it was for Manly, right on half time. I think that try. Can you yeah. remember it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started. That's where I started, Manly. I'm actually a Manly, Manly junior. And, I think it might have been my second or third game. So I definitely remember that one was against the Broncos. So that was always a pretty big deal. You got Manly this week. Do you, look, do you love going back to the Inciola Peninsula? <laughs> yeah, all my family, all my wife's family too, they all still live there. So they're all getting a box. So <laughs> uh, that'll, that'll be good. Uh, they'll, be, they'll be the drunkest people at the ground. So <laughs> um, hopefully we can... Spoil the Manly party because they'll be going for the Panthers. It's always good to go back there, yeah. Yeah, it's one of the great suburban grounds, isn't it? Now, as you head into the finals, Ivan, and it, there's no doubt you obviously you're going to you're going to be in the top four, top two, whatever that may be. However, it rolls out. But how do you, as a coaching team, and and your and your strength and conditioning and performance uh, staff, how do you start to to um, set a program leading into the finals? Do you start now, or do you leave it a, a, a few more weeks? 
Yeah, probably in the uh, a few years back um, when I sort of first started coaching, I was fortunate enough to be um, started with Ricky Stewart at the Roosters, and it's a very strong team at that point. Made the finals pretty much you know each year and grand finals, and so I was sort of um, I was able to see some learn some things there. It's sort of changed a little bit now the way we train, and you don't necessarily have to. You know, back in those days, you'd, you'd probably give them a little bit of um, a bit of a hit with some fitness, sort of six, eight weeks out from the from the semis. I mean, some teams might still do that because they've got so many Origin players. They sort of don't have the that. It's almost like you got to freshen them up more than anything. So um, nothing's going to change too much. So, so it's, um, it's my job as a head coach to have one eye on the on the future, and it's everyone else's job pretty much just to you know keep things in the present. Um, we'll just sort of yeah, we'll take it the next few weeks and. I got a bit of a, a bit of an idea and some contingencies around what may or may not happen, but um, you know things can change so quickly in in one week in our game um, that uh, I'm not too fussed uh, just yet. Now I've, I've spoken to Shane Elford, your head of performance, a number of times about the playing group, and he, you know, without giving too much away, he always just says to me, you know, we never really have to worry too much about self motivation with this group because they're they're very self motivated and. Even with two premierships under your belt and three grand final appearances, do you still see that that hunger and that motivation with this group? Yeah, absolutely. Um, spud spot on there. Like, uh, just it sort of never ceases to amaze me. These guys just um, they're just so consistent with uh, with their performances, which uh, usually starts from yeah motivation and hunger. And um, yeah, I think that you know what they just like. They like uh, they like training. They like playing. They like playing together, and they like winning. Um, and that just has been uh, just a regular weekly event. Um, you know, seems like I don't know, it's like four years. So yeah, we're just riding the wave. Don't we? You're right. They don't have to work too hard on motivation. Obviously, you know, pull strings here and there on a few different things, and we haven't spoken a lot about um, the outcome this year. But I think everyone knows what we want. Mm. And, I think we're good enough to do it. But, uh, yeah, we'll sort of get into that a little bit more probably over the next sort of three, four weeks. Now, the game tomorrow night, I've obviously just been announced to Jerome and, and also Mitch Kenny uh, injured and, and also illness. Now, Luke Summerton has been brought into the into the squad. You've been able to get an exemption from the NRL. Tell us a little bit about Luke Summerton. Yeah, so Summer is a, he's a Penrith boy. So he came through the junior grades uh, in with Stephen Crichton, Spencer Lenu, that kind of, that, uh, that group. Um, those guys are the ones that have sort of kicked on early and, you know, already had yeah, very good careers already. Some of those sort of had to go the long way a little bit. Um, yeah, left the club, uh, went to another club at one point, sort of didn't really work out, but he was just, he was just playing some Ron Massey for St Mary's, our, our kind of local feeder team in Penrith. And, Last year and got a call up and played maybe half a dozen New South Wales Cup games. Um, and every time he, he's just one of those guys, every time he came in, um, he just, he just comes to the game. He's, um, he's a tough kid. He, uh, his, his fundamentals are, are pretty good. Like he's learning all the time, but he's, he competes really hard. And he's played, uh, I think, every game in our Cup uh, team this year. And, you know, he's got his opportunity. It sort of came from nowhere. Um, I didn't think he woke up this morning and think he was going to be playing NRL tomorrow night, but that's what he's doing. And I'm confident that he'll, uh, yeah, he'll give you a good account of himself. Nice. Ivan, uh, one of your former assistants, Andrew Webster, is having incredible success this year with the Warriors. Has that surprised you? Uh, 
No, not at all. But he was, uh, he well and truly flew under the radar the last couple of years, so the last few years probably. I, I first um, came in contact with Webby back at the West Tigers in 2017. Um, so, yeah, we had a, a couple of years together there and I was lucky enough to get him out to Penrith um, where he did an yeah, outstanding job. Um, two years for two premierships is pretty good pretty good going. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I think he's, he's gone to the Warriors at, uh, at a good time. Um, obviously, three years away, uh, it's just those guys are just so amped to go back home, and the support they've had is just incredible. Um, I think they've had some really good recruits um, into the team this year, which has made them better. And um, maybe he's just—I thought he was just primed to, to kick off his, um, you know, head coaching career. And yeah, for sure, uh, doing a great job. I mean, it's, it's got a close place to your heart over there, hasn't it? Because you you mm. played and coached there. There was. Were any of the kids born there, like Nathan and Indy, were any of those born in, in New Zealand or not? Uh, yeah, I've got four, so my two younger ones were. Yep. Um, we spent 10 years ten years there, so I said three as a player and seven as a coach. So it's absolutely um, yeah, a huge part of our life um, and obviously the kids' life. Uh, that's where Nathan started playing footy over there. Um, still had a feature friends. And, and um, yeah, I... I've played for a few clubs, been around a bit, but the Warriors definitely have a soft spot in, in our whole family's heart. So really happy for them. Um, uh, but, um, yeah, I'm not actually looking forward to playing against them, possibly. <laughs> but anyway, never know. <laughs> I remember talking to Kevin Campy and Brent Tate and Stephen Pry- They all said as part of their careers that spending their time at the Warriors was one of the most enjoyable. So you can see why, because there are such giving people over there. Now, when you talk about the Cleary family... I mean, it would have been a little bit like the Sattler family, I think. When we sat down to have dinner, Ive, we spoke nothing but rugby league. Does that happen at the Cleary family dinner table as well? Um, not really. Uh, I've got two boys and two girls, so the girls aren't necessarily... They're, that's a, they're very supportive, but um, I think the wife's... Uh, my poor wife, she's uh, seen more football games, uh, probably a million more than she would have cared for. But anyway, she's a great supporter and loves it. Um, if me, Fnat and I and my other son Jet, if we went out together, uh, yeah, it'd be hard not to talk footy, but we try and keep it to a minimum when the girls are around. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Jet's playing the junior reps there as well, isn't he? Now, um, what's a what's a relax? What's the most relaxing day for Ivan Cleary? I know it's such a stressful job. It's a seven day, twenty four hour a week job. What's the most relaxed day for Ivan Cleary? Oh, what my full-time relaxing day would be uh, uh, to go for surf in the morning, probably have coffee with my wife and breakfast, uh, play around the golf with my mates or my brothers, and then um, have a few beers somewhere in, in the evening. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, can I come? <laughs> yeah. Um, now, now, I've um, got such a great production line of players that have come through Penrith for a number of years. A um, couple of lean years there before you got there, of course, where they had to really rebuild that, that junior development program, that Pathways program. But is there a player that we don't know much about as a, as a fan that we may see in years to come? I'm sure there is. Um, but uh, I don't really like to yeah. put anyone under too much pressure. There's, um, yeah, we've got to... A few good ones. I'm not going to mention them, but there's, look, that's that's how, as you know, that's how our club operates. That's how we 
function. It's, um, you know, it's one of the reasons we can still um, deliver, you know, consistent performance, even though we lose, you know, such a lot of talent each, each and every season. It seems we, we lose at least two really good players mm. uh, each year. We lose coaching staff. and So that's one of the reasons how we, how we sort of keep going. So we've got a lot of um, time into it, a lot of great uh, coaches in our pathway system. We spend a lot of money. Um, so it's something that we, you know, we really value. And um, actually, I get a real kick out of it. Like you mentioned Luke Summit and like, um, you know, just giving one of our local kids a debut. Uh, I've been doing it for a while now. And honestly, the feeling um, doesn't change. It's just so good. Yeah, awesome. Now, before we let you go, some quick fire questions I've about whether it's the coaching staff or some of your players, even some of the players you may have played against or coached. So if there was one player that you could mute for 24 hours, just turn them off, you can't hear their voice at all, who would it be? James Maloney. <laughs> we only talking about him early today, yeah, we weren't we? Were, yeah, yeah, yeah. Memory of a goldfish. What about... Yeah, what about that's just... Uh, Mate, no. yeah, you, you have to have a great memory to just know how torturous uh, Jimmy was. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Liam Martin. But anyway, um, what about uh, if you had to have a teammate or a player that you've coached that had to tell a joke to save your life and they had to make everyone laugh, who would it be? Oh, Brian Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> he's, the most, he's the most popular, isn't he? What about... What about if you had a player? He's still getting paid. He's getting paid now for telling the same jokes he was telling 20 years ago. <laughs> exactly. We listen to him every exactly. day. And he knows that as well. <laughs> now, what about what about if there's someone to run the final leg of a relay? Any player that you've coached or played with, the quickest player to run the final leg of the relay for you? Uh, you know what? I'm going back a fair way now, but I was a Balmain fan as a kid, so I'd have to say Larry Coral. Oh, the Flash. How good was how old I am as well. Yeah, true, true. Now, uh, yeah, he was a gun. Oh, I don't really know. I mean, there's so many good players, but he was uh, he was just, he just seemed every time we got the ball in space, it was all over. Did you end up, when you were at the Roosters, Ive, did you play with Shane Werrett? I did, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. ferret. He was uh, quick. <laughs> he was definitely ferret. fast. I mean, I just look at guys like, yeah, I mean, obviously the Fox and um, Saab and those kind of guys. They're, they're unbelievably quick. Okay, last two. Best tourist. So if you're going to go on an end-of-season trip, who's the best tourist to go with? Uh, I think Freddie, because he had more money than anyone. And he's always <laughs> up for a good time. So. Yeah, ARL paid him well. Last one. Best dancer. Who'd be the best dancer at the Panthers? Oh, Brian Toto, without a doubt. <laughs> yeah. We see it quite a bit, don't yeah, we? Yeah, with, yeah. with the big boom box yeah. and, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Right, I have a big game tomorrow night. It's so good that no one wants to put um, down here and say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, just another quick one before you go. And, and we quite often ask this question of players. Outside of Penrith, and you, you know, we know you love your rugby league, which player, outside of Penrith, which player do you admire the most? Do you, you love watching play footy? Um, I think probably the guy we're playing against tomorrow night, Jake Javorovic. I think, um, you know, like if you just want to see a guy who puts his absolute heart and soul into every single minute of every single game, um, and not just that, he can play, Jake, too. Mm. He's an amazing defender, got good ball skills, doesn't make mistakes, great leader. I just think, how can you not, you know, how can you not enjoy 
watching Jake play. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, well said, um, Ivan. And New South Wales is a much better team when Jake Travojevic yeah, true. is actually playing. Ivan, we appreciate your time. Good luck. Great game at Brookie. Thanks for your time on Sports Day. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Time for our warm-up segment. That's one of, the most, one of the most relaxed I've, I've heard Ivan in a while. Yeah, very yeah. good. Mm. Very good. He, won't, he shan't be surfing in Manly. Well, he's got a bad knee. Remember he got that infection in his knee and he was in hospital for a number of weeks and he was coaching the team from his lounge room. Remember you said there was a broomstick with, a with the iPad, iPad on yeah. top of it? Well, that's doing, it like Dickie knee. Yeah, zooming from home. Uh, get Mitch Kenny off. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, but um, I was down there a few weeks ago and he was still still limping a little bit. Really? Yeah, so his knee obviously still hasn't completely recovered, so he wouldn't be surfing. I don't Is he like think. a pirate? He needs a wooden leg. <laughs> Just walk around. Hurry! <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Except nothing less than Australia's best re Manly host Penrith at Four Pines Park tonight. Um, interesting. Mm-hmm. The Panthers spent the night on the peninsula. Yeah, they went and stayed in Manly. Just because it's... It's an hour drive, you might as well break it up. No, it's afternoon and going over... Right, in peak hour Anywhere traffic. from about 2.30, 3 o'clock onwards. It's just bedlam. And you yeah. can never control what's going to... So you can control the controllables. Get over there early. But you have to check out your hotel at 10 a.m. So yeah, what do, what do, do they do? Ice cream, mm. manly. Yep. Just... You go down the mall. Go to the Manly. beach. Yeah. So they've got that Copenhagen ice cream shop. That's mm. been there for about 1,800 years There's in one Manly. Cool, is it? Yeah, it is too. Yeah, yeah, that's been there for a while. Well, they make the cones in the window. Yeah, maybe sit in the in the stein. What? The pub. Ice a, cream cone. Have a snitty. Yes. Yeah, for lunch. That's a great pub there. Yep. Don't go there on New Year's Day. Rookie era ones. Really? Oh. So it makes sense that they've gone over there, and I'm pretty sure they were paid for extra... Extra checkout. A late checkout. Late checkout. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, but uh, with the Panthers, we would have read yesterday, if you haven't already, Jerome Luai is out. The hooker, Mitch Kenny, is out. And Jack Cogger comes into the, the sixth jersey. I like so watching Jack. Doesn't doesn't bother Panthers nah. too much. No. Nah. And Luke Summerton, as we just heard from Ivan Clear, an exciting young kid. He's a kid that's had to really battle his way through the grades. And, and he would have woken up, as Ivan said, he would have woken up you know, yesterday morning thinking he was just going to play New South Wales Cup and he's going to run out in an NRL game. It's, it's, it's a great story. Would, wouldn't it be great as a coach mm. to give someone their NRL debut? Oh. Exciting to be able to deliver that news. He didn't want to mention names, did he, when yeah. you asked him? But mm. he could not help but mention Luke. Yeah, exactly. So this is an interesting game. I, I think normally, normally the Panthers should win this convincingly. Completely different when you play at Brookie. Mm-hmm. It's got a bit of a on a hoodoo. Thursday night. There'll be well, pack crowd. It's just a hoodoo ground for a lot of teams. Brookie. Yeah. Um, Panthers haven't had a, a bad history there. I've got to be. I've got to be honest with you. But uh, you just don't know what this manly team will throw up at home. They're a completely different side. Massive forward pack. That's what I'm looking forward to. This yep. massive forward pack going toe to toe with um, the likes of Leota and Fisher Harris. Penrith by how many? I got Penrith by eight. Oh, so tight game. Yeah, I think because it's a brookie. If it was at Penrith, I'd say Penrith by 20. But I think Penrith by eight. Yeah, the locals will be charged up tonight. They would have had a, a few schooners uh, under their belt from the club, wandered up the road, crossed the road, 
into Brookie. Mm. He, he even said his own his own relatives will be drunk. Yeah, I I completely forgot that he has is actually a Manly Junior. I didn't even know yeah. that. I didn't yeah. even know that. Except nothing less than Australia's best and installer Ream, Australia's favourite hot water. That's our warm up segment. Thanks to Ream. When we come back, got a news update for you. Thanks to Polaris. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to the show. Time for a, a footy update for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Is this bloke uh, at the start of the Rugby League World Cup and even prior, and I think you were a little bit critical of him, Matt Parrish, Samoan coach. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, he's, he's stepped down. As their coach, uh, right move of the Samoan, and he—I tell you what—they—they they were overachievers at the Rugby League World Cup last year, weren't they? Snuck up on a lot of teams, and uh, went through to the final, of course, and beaten comprehensively by Australia, which you would think. But you know, they—they they played their grand final in the in the semi-final. Um, Stephen Crichton again, big match player, taking that intercept to to ice the game. Now Matt Parrish has been involved uh, for the last ten years with Samoa. And I've got to say, I'm not the only one. There's been a lot of people who have been critical of Samoa's international... Well, their international preparation. Yeah. Uh, they have underachieved on a yeah. number of occasions. But in saying that, I just I know by talking to NRL coaches when some of their players have come back from World Cups, they've come back very underdone, yeah. overweight, yeah. and it's taken their staff a lot longer to get them going. And some of those players have taken four, five, six weeks to get going in the NRL season. One of those one year was Josh Papali'i. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Junior Bolo was another one. And they started the World Cup slowly last year as yeah. well. And then just it all clicked. What's he going to do? I don't know. He may have. He might have a, an assistant coaching role somewhere in the NRL. Not quite sure. Not quite sure. But he has said that, and again, respectfully, he has said, I, I need to step down because we've got the Pacific Nations Tournament in mm. 2026. Yeah. So two, two years away, um, three years away. I need that coach time to get relationships with the players, work through the pathways, you know, the, the potential um, players that are coming through the systems. Need to get a relationship with all those those key stakeholders before they play in that. Uh, they are Samoa are part of the Tri-Nations at the end of this year. So it's New Zealand, Australia and Samoa. Yeah, well done. Well done to uh, Matt Parrish. Stepping down, why not? You made the final against Australia. Yeah, absolutely. Good time to get yourself another job and, and you know, walk away. He's battled against a lot of criticism, people absolutely. like myself and yep. um, and a lot of people who have had a lot of opinions about the, the Samoan program. But, you know, he's, he's gone out in a high, so well done. Just quickly, before we go to the break, there was a lot of chat last week about Ryan Pappenhausen and he uh, he playing for the Falcons. He's going to – looks like he's going to play a full 80 minutes this week in the Host Plus Cup. So, uh, good luck to Pappy. You played go... 40 last week, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, no, very well. Very yeah. well done. So, uh, good luck. Let's hope. Touch wood. Everything goes all right for a, a, a return to the NRL real soon. Polaris, my 23 plate clearance is on now. Save up to 3,000. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Queensland is your place to race this year. Certainly is. This man um, has got his finger on the pulse of everything happening uh, in racing in Queensland. He had a couple of really good wins last week. Did he? I see. Oh, I forgot to. I forgot to have a bet. Oh, he told us about him. Don't worry about it on Monday. Imagine what you could be buying did instead. I? Yeah, yeah. Did you? Did that? Was there one around twenty to something? Something like that. Yeah. Oh, well done, Nelson. You deserve. You're a good bloke. Uh, Oh, thanks. Thanks, Jace. Thanks, Sats. Thanks for bringing that up too, Sats. I can't remember what they were, but mm. I'll take your word for it. Yep. Yep. Hey, what's happening this weekend oh. in racing in Queensland? 
Well, uh, big meeting at Townsville on Saturday. It's the Townsville Cup. Oh, so all roads stop the fight. What? Townsville Cup. Park, Townsville. How good would that yeah. be? Have you been to yeah, one? It'll be a big crowd. Well, I've just added something to my. I see. I've got two bucket lists. I've got an Australian bucket list yeah. and a world bucket list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So see, I've got a Townsville I, Cup is going to be on my bucket list after really? talking T- to Nelson this okay. week. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I got a bucket list. A lot of things I want to do, but I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to go to a lot of sporting events around the world. Yeah, Sue wouldn't. Big crowd at Townsville Cup. Yeah, it will be massive crowd. Imagine yeah. the Mad Cow. Oh, yeah. stop it! Stop teasing me. <laughs> so we've only got I'll to give the you town a tip in the cup too. Okay, yeah. well, what is that tip? Uh, the tip is race nine, the cup number two, Savvy Legend, who won the. Mackay Cup a few weeks ago, I think, can go on and now win the uh, the Townsville Cup. So there you go. All right, where else are they racing? Uh, they're racing at Eagle Farm. That is our main meeting. We race at Bow Desert. Uh, we also race at uh, Toowoomba, of course, in the evening, Saturday evening. And then we race at uh, the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. A couple of country meetings with highlights. The Gladstone Cup, the Longreach Newmarket, the Prairie Cup, which I think we did speak about on Monday, Sats, is mm-hmm. a once-a-year meeting at Prairie. Is there and a little the house? Cup. There is. It, I knew that was coming, Joe. I think I did that joke last down. year. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you did too. Wow. And you'll do it again next year. I'm just after a two better, you know, a little house on the prairie. <laughs> anyway, go. Wow. Uh, wow. Uh, the show's uh, jumped the show. A uh, couple of tips for Eagle Farm. Race five, number one, fast talking. And you'll like this one in the last, guys. Race nine, number 18, Esky. Esky. Yes, nice. Wow. Esky, nice. uh, Dam's name is Chilled Out. So well-named is Esky. There you go. Rightio. Beautiful, mate. Very. So I'm just looking at the map now. Yep. So it's smack bang in the middle of Queensland. Well, there you go. just a little bit north of the middle of Queensland. Okay. Wow. There you go. Mm. You know, it's embarrassing that I know there was a show called Little House in the Prairie. You know, any of our listeners under 50 probably wouldn't even know that right now. Is no. there a cat meowing in the in the yes. background. <laughs> you like Dr. Evil? She's like three rooms away, but she just doesn't let up. Unbelievable. So the 2016 <laughs> census says that the, that Prairie had a population of 143 people. Wow. And it's got a pub right on the corner. Right, yeah, that's yeah. going to be – that's where that's we great. go. Let's add yeah. that one to the bucket list. I'm loving it. Right, OB at Prairie next year. That's right. Outside broadcast for those who aren't in the biz. That's mm. what an OB stands for. <laughs> Listen, mate, we'll let you go and look after your pussycat. Uh, we've got to yeah. run. Uh, check out racingqueensland.com.au for where <laughs> Queensland is racing. Today. What sort of cat you got? Ragdoll. Oh, beautiful. What's its what name? Is... Millie. Oh, oh named boring. after a family member? Mm. <laughs> no, not that I know of. I oh, didn't yeah. name her, but... Uh, yeah, puss, puss, yeah, puss, nah, puss. Yeah, uh, no, nah, she... No, if I talk too loud, she'll just get closer and closer and closer. She, menace. Right. Menace. Okay, good. Cat lover, Chris <laughs> Nelson. Uh, lovely stuff, mate. Enjoy your weekend. Cat podcast coming to you, you too, guys. very soon. <laughs> imagine, imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. You buy cats. Yeah. Online, you can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, we're about to uh, bugger off for a uh, Thursday night. Uh, You and the Rat will be back Monday night for Sports Day. Thursday night footy not too far away. Uh, We've got the Panthers taking on the Sea Eagles at Brookie. That game uh, live on SEN League. 
Uh, I guess the big thing this weekend, good luck to the Matildas as they take on France uh, in the quarterfinals of the FIFA Women's World Cup. They increased their... Brisbane Stadium. They increased increased their prize money by 150,000 if they beat France. No, I'm not saying France. France. (laughs) France. Yeah, 150,000 they improve it by. Yeah, that's nice. Mm. That's per player or per team? Team. Yeah, wow. Okay, that mate, that's great money, and and they're not just doing it for the money; they're doing it to to possibly become uh, Australia's greatest sporting team. And look, I think if they get through France, if they get through France, I think they get through to the final. Well, no, I, they I, go to the semi final. Yeah, I know, but I think they, they don't get automatic. No, I think they get to the final because I just think the the wave of momentum that will get behind them, and how they've what? slowly been improving uh, through this tournament. If they get through France, I think they get to the final. I think you're onto something too. If you're the home home country, yep, and you do make a quarter final, that game should be for the final spot. Bugger the semis. Just one game into the final. That's it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's because yep. it, it's it's called home ground advantage. Mm. Look at that FIFA come back to us. <laughs> Workshop it. Uh that game, by the way, you can listen to that on SEN. Download the SEN app. Uh, and all of the coverage, all games from the FIFA World Cup, Women's World Cup, uh, live on our SEN app. Have a great weekend. Uh, who are the bunnies? Oh, geez, the bunnies got a dangerous game. St. George yeah. in Cairns. Mm, they won't lose in Cairns. Hey, they're, doing, they're doing some amazing stuff in the community there. A mate of mine, daughter, goes to a Catholic school, or daughters go to a Catholic school in Cairns. Souths are coming in. They're doing clinics, like a whole half-day kind of thing. They had Netball Australia, the Australian netball team up there about a month or so ago, didn't do a thing. Really? Didn't engage the community. Wow. What's that tell you, though? Going to girls' schools, and st- are they trying to recruit NRLW players, well, perhaps? Well, that's where the growth is. Yeah. Yeah. It's where, and it's all about memberships. Yep. If they can get their parents and the kids to become members first, yep. well, then hopefully the flow-on effect. Also helps that they stay in his building that he's living in as well. Yeah. So he harasses Trell Mitt in the lift every day. But he's got four. He'll have four AVOs. <laughs> he's not even a Southport. Imagine <laughs> if I live there. Got to go. This has been Sports Day. Uh, See ya. Uh, enjoy the footy tonight, Thursday night footy. Catch ya. Go!